Hey Big Ten fans, welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Michael Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MFC2123. It is Wednesday, October 2nd, 2019, and fairly quiet day in the conference yesterday, but there was a few things going on, and we'll start off yesterday with what I think is the biggest news. As Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith got a chance to speak with the media about the pay for play act that's going on in california and if you've been listening to the podcast i've been one to say that the players need to be compensated and the easiest way to compensate the players is let them make money off of their likenesses and that's pretty much what this whole act is about and smith got a chance to talk about it yesterday and it didn't make me necessarily happy but smith actually brought up a few solid points now if we all know what's going on in california they're pretty much close to allowing the payer the players to pay for play right now and it's happening the ncaa is trying to get involved get at the forefront of this and i understand smith's comments because he believes that it's going to be difficult to regulate the payers of the athletes and to create a level playing field for all of the athletes. Now, I can't disagree with that statement. It's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy. I don't think that each player will be paid across the board the same amount of money if this comes to fruition. And reason being, there are stars in college football. And... Every scholarship player on the 85-man, every player on the 105-man has an opportunity to make some money off of their likeness. And I'm not going to lie. If I'm a company that's interested in holding a player to come in and to speak with the organization or just to be there to take pictures, sign autographs, etc., I'm probably not going to go for the guys that are less known and that people are going to be like, who is it? And that's part of the likeness. That's part of the allure. So, yes, I understand Smith's comments about not being able to regulate it and having it fair for all athletes. But I think that in any system, it's not going to be fair for all athletes anyways. The athletes who make the school's money, who catch the fans' attention's eyes, will obviously have more opportunities to use their likeness to get paid. So, eh, I can argue with Smith on that one a little bit. This one, however, I can't argue with Smith on, and he makes a point about different states having different rules. And until the states each adopt across the board the same rules then there will be unfair play now i can't disagree with this one because you're already looking at california making steps to do this and no other state has even come close so i'm on board with smith on this one i do think that as the states kind of come into fruition they should have an across the board be the same so that it's regulated all the same 
in every state. So there's not a competitive advantage to, say, go to a California school over a school in Texas, over a school in Florida, over a school in Ohio, over a school in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan. It doesn't matter where. But I agree with him. I think this one will be a little bit more difficult due to the fact that state regulations. It's just different. So I, I get where Smith is coming from on this one. But I would love to see something across the board that says student athletes get paid X, Y, or Z for an appearance, whatever, whatever, whatever. I just think that they make the schools so much money. The schools have all these lucrative large TV contracts. They bring in money for obviously game days, but not only that, merchandise as well. So love to see the players compensated. And I think the road to compensation is coming. I'm not quite sure they're there yet, though. So we'll obviously keep an eye out on what's going on. Maryland's DJ Turner obviously got held out with the DUI this past weekend. And Mike Loxley got a chance to update his wide receiver's status. This is not the first time Turner has been in trouble with the law. As a freshman, he got in trouble for shooting BB guns on campus. That ultimately got dropped. However, you know, boys will be boys, but you have to know better, uh, especially being on the football team. You're representing the university. You just you can't do that. And with the DUI, Turner obviously hasn't been kicked off of school. He's still a student at Maryland. However, at the current moment, Mike Loxley wants him to focus on his off-the-field stuff, which I agree with Loxley. That's the smart thing to do. He's going to obviously miss this weekend's contest and a potential for being out longer as well. Loxley will update Turner's status, but what we currently know, no go for this weekend, and going forward a little bit up in the air. Matt Miller from Bleacher Report updated his top 32 big board, NFL big board, yesterday. And the Big Ten, very high level here. Multiple guys in the top five and in the top 15, a solid group. We'll start off with the highest-ranked player by Miller, which was Ohio State's defensive end, Chase Young. Right behind him was Iowa's defensive end, A.J. Pensa. And fifth, three Big Ten players in his top five would be cornerback Jeff Okuda from Ohio State. So the Buckeyes placed two players in the top five. Got Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin's star running back at 11. I'm glad to see some love for Taylor. I've been preaching this all year long. The young man is a first-round draft pick. He should get picked, although the NFL doesn't really highly regard running backs. I still think that Taylor is that type of running back, a break the mold, Saquon Barkley type guy that will get into the first round, high in the first round. I'm not talking about you know late first round pick. I'm talking about a top 10 pick, and I think that's what exactly what Taylor is. You've got Iowa's second player on there, the offensive tackle, Tristan Wirfs. You have Penn State's defensive end, Yatur Gross Matos at 27. I'm sorry, I'm didn't, not sure if I said Werps was at 13. And Wisconsin's center, Tyler Biadish at 30th. 
So you've got a couple of Buckeyes, a couple of Hawkeyes, a couple of Badgers on there, throwing in a Nittany Lion as well. So a nice mix of players in there. Uh, unfortunately, not enough offensive skill players for me. You've got the big hog mollies on there with Beatish, uh, Ipensa, Young, all your two gross matos, Wurfs, all those guys in the trenches. However, just one skill player in Wisconsin's Jonathan Taylor. Always a little bit concerning to me that the skill players aren't ranked that highly. However, I guess it is what it is. And that's going to do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. I appreciate the listen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MFC2123. Follow the show website as well at Two Cents Pods. Like us on Facebook, Two Cents Pods over there. Rate us, review us, and share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a happy hump day, Big Ten fans.